So when I was 16, I went um, on Lithuania's Got Talent, and I was in the finals. And they, they have Lithuania has Got Talent? Every country they has just, Got Talent. They, they yeah. shovel that shit into every country? They did. Country. Shovel that shit. <laughs> well, it obviously has talent. Yeah. David? <laughs> <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> He's right I like to bring to on our guests and just dog out everything they've accomplished. <laughs> Are they saying Lithuania's Got Talent? Are they crazy? <laughs> <laughs> that's the new show format we just bring the guest in and then just shit all over them. this is gonna be a long lasting podcast <laughs> Hey, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to the X5 Podcast. I'm joined today, co-hosted with by Jeff Allen, my former ex-bandmate. He always says that I know, shit. because I broke up with you, man. man. It's over. I just want God you to get the it. fucking message. It's over. Well, I didn't get the text. So. And our pal, Burt Wallace, is here today. We have a special guest co-hosting today. Mr. Sticks It In you is here from the band yeah. Steel Panther. All right. What's up? Thank you for having me. I don't know how he ended up here. We'll find out. Uh, Charlie Reese is here today, which seems to be a blessing. He's not here for every episode. <laughs> oh, come you on know? You're out more than I was with my kidney transplant. <laughs> Our special guest today is a uh, badass guitar player and a songwriter. <laughs> and we just found out he doesn't do coke to, for, to get inspired to write his songs <laughs> like most people. Anyway, please make a, a, give a warm applause for uh, Ovidast. All right. Did I say your name correctly? Because I was you I, did. You I didn't it. sleep at all last night going, I'm gonna butcher his name. Ten out of ten. He was in the mirror all night just saying your name over and over and over to get that shit right. If you look in the mirror and say my name three times, I show up with Waffle House pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you say he's in the mirror all last night, I just think cocaine lines. <laughs> <laughs> that is a reference. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming all this way here. You're gonna you're in town. You're gonna actually be playing a show here in Birmingham. Yes. After this is released, so uh, it's already happened by the time you missed it. This actually, yeah. before actually, I think we're gonna rush this one and get it edited. It'll this will come out the day of the show. Oh my god! When, when is the show? The twenty second at Iron City in Birmingham. Uh, opening, November. He, he's he's playing opening up with the Velcro Pygmies. You met the Pygmies. I did. Um, cool guys, great band, and. Just, I think it's going to be a kick-ass show, those two guys, man. Nice. It's going to be fun. That's a great venue you're playing, man. Yeah. It's really nice. I've never I've never been able to play it. but it's Is it Iron City? Yeah. yeah. I, we played there. It's a great room. Yeah. And Jason Westbrook yeah, works, yeah. works there. Yeah, he does. Yep. Shout How out to Jason. Jason. You owe me 20 bucks still, bro. No, <laughs> <laughs> Jason. He gave me an Iron City hoodie last time I was Oh, there. well, there I was go. freezing. Like, he was like, here, Puddin' Pop. Put this on. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, man? He actually played a show last night at the Furniture Factory as well. Oh, really? Good show. Yeah, Good up show. in Huntsville. So yeah. how'd everything go? I know it was, it, uh, Furniture Factory is a great venue. It's outdoor, and we're in Alabama, so it started getting kind of cold at night now. So A little like, bit. I was putting up, uh, I was putting logs in the in the fire pits the audience <laughs> was you really i did yeah i thought that'd be funny it's like here you go so what he's saying is is it's a full-on show he'll he'll heat you entertain you do the whole feed you waffle yes. house pancakes yeah. just all so up. he's gonna provide heat yep shelter emotional support yep. that's like 
how do you not go to that? Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Well, no, that I agree. Funny. Absolutely. And, and he tucks his jeans in his cowboy boots, guys. That's, yes. a, that's a, you know what? That's a, fu- that's a big baller move. It, is that you, what it you, is? You, yeah. Out? You have to be confident to do the jean tuck because it's a commitment. It's a look. And when you walk around, people are like, oh man, that guy, that guy tucks. <laughs> and then, and then immediately following that, the butt, his buddy will go, Oh, he fucking tucks. <laughs> and, that, and then it's cool. Yeah. So I have a question, Dovidas. Yes. Uh, you came from Lithuania? Yes. Um, when did you get here? 2012, and I've been stealing American jobs ever since. <laughs> <laughs> All right. was, it your, was it your intention to come here and become the rock star you are? I was listening to American music ever since I was start, started playing guitar like, you know, 13, 14, and all I listened was just American music. Like which bands? Oh, God. Okay, Elvis, Johnny Cash, uh, Carl Perkins, Roy Orbison. Oh, you went. Jerry Lee you, Lewis. You started with like the earlier stuff. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And then and then after that, I discovered Robert Johnson and Muddy Waters and Howling Wolf, and I saw that movie Cadillac Records with... Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that was my personality, you know. Like all all my peers at fourteen, fifteen, they were like collecting Pokemon cards or like whatever, you know. They were into Yu Gi Oh or Dragon Ball Z. Like my heroes and my Pokemon were like you know the Sun Records and then the Chess Records from Chicago, you know. And then like Robert Johnson and Sun House, and I knew all that mythology, you know, of the Crossroads and who who played with who, you know, and Willie Brown. And then oh yeah, and then I saw the uh, the Crossroads movie, you know, with Ralph Macchio, yeah, and Steve Vai. Oh God, yeah. And then I discovered Ray Cooter. I didn't even know. That was, you know, actually Ray Cooter playing Ralph Macho's part. Right. Yeah. Did you, when you saw Steve Vai in that movie, did you get a man bone or two? <laughs> I wanted to play like that. That's yeah. that, that, that was it. Because he, like, to me, he was so awesome. Like mm. when he did his, you know, when they com- were competing, yeah. mm-hmm. I just see, I that is like the coolest lead guitar moves and playing yeah. I've seen on film. The hair, the body, yeah, it everything. Just, it was nasty. It was and cool. it wasn't even him acting. Then I saw like a DVD of G3, right? And it was, I, I, I'll never forget. It was the first time. It was John Petrucci came first, then Joe Satriani and Steve I at the end. And just the fans, the hair. And then there was a part where he like fell backwards during a guitar solo, gets caught, pushes back up. Yeah, yeah, you, you know it. You've totally. seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like theater, guitar theater. It's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, and then so you came over here. Yeah, I was 19. Did you come by yourself? Yeah, just by myself. I sold my drums, sold my guitars. How much money did you have in your pocket when you got here? Uh, yeah, this is twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred bucks. Oh, wow. What city did you land in? Sarasota, Florida. And you went there intentionally or accidentally? Uh, I, I was talking to some uh, two dudes I met on Facebook. Never met them in person. They said we have like this blues festival. You should come and play. And I did. And it was just like a like a barbecue restaurant parking lot with a tent type of festival. But like, okay, fine, we'll make it work. You know. They, they yeah. use the word festival loosely. Yeah, yeah. They, down in yeah. Florida for sure. I played a festival or two on a flatbed trailer. Right. And it was called a festival too, you know? That's amazing. All right, well, I'm done. I'm gonna, I'll see you guys. <laughs> that was sticks. You, you've, almost, uh, you've almost gotten rid of your accent, you know? Yeah, I think like 11. It's going to be 12 years next year or 11 years. I don't know. 2012, 20. 12 years, March 5th next wow. year. Yeah. Wow. You'll get a new accent if you hang around Cleveland, Alabama. Enough, yeah. you know? So, so what started? So, so to to piggyback off what what Sticks was saying. So, let's fast forward to the when did you start doing the YouTube stuff? Oh God! So, like, okay, so I was nineteen. I came to America, and then you know you have this 
mindset that you know there, there's a way to do things you know and, and sticks probably knows you know like uh you i was signed to a record label but it was just two dudes out of the, some garage or something you know and then you release an album and then you shoot a music video for one of the songs and then you get a promoter manager producer uh, a booking agent or something and maybe you go with a new album on some morning tv shows and i've tried that and it did not work it's like good luck it's like the model is dead it's like not gonna happen you know and then i've heard about this like international blues challenge because i was like you know playing blues i was wearing like like um, not a full zoot suit but i was still in the 50s mentality you know like 19 i was 19 20 21 you know it's still short hair gel slick back like elvis you know you know i'm still in this persona pop music and anything anything popular this is shit like this is, this is <laughs> the, the blues is gonna make a comeback i'm gonna play slide guitar like muddy waters and i'm gonna be like mm-hmm. i'm gonna like a howling wolf kind of thing you know i'm yeah. just like i'm just in this you know and then i did like international blues challenge in memphis it's like you probably don't even know it At, in my mind it was like the biggest thing that was like the the olympics of like band music and everything yeah. like that and i made it to like semi-finals like three years in a row but even that music and the industry of it everyone is kind of just role-playing everyone's like either semi-retired lawyer or doctor right and they get to dress up in the fedora and ca- carry a tweet amp and they get to relive this nostalgia in which they were not even present themselves you know they have this sort of like uh i don't know like universal horror nights or something you know or like or like yeah. a movie nostalgia you know kind of thing and it's like medieval times for blues players the, the li- <laughs> yes yeah. i get it you know it medieval <laughs> times yeah, yeah. medieval times for blues players it's like oh my god and then slowly i was like look this music, it was like forbidden in most radio stations at the time when it came out. It was new. It was sexy. It was revolutionary. Young people danced to it. So it's like, God, I'm like trying to relate to the music of teenagers of a decade that's like so long ago, like no one's even alive to remember it. So maybe I should listen to modern sounds, you know? So I started listening to modern sounds. And then kind of that map mentality, my sister actually told me, this YouTuber PewDiePie, he's like, he's making money on YouTube. I'm like, what are you talking about? It was like 2015, 2016. Uh, I thought YouTube was for cats, just cat videos and maybe some pranks <laughs> and then some, some slime challenge, right? So it's like, okay, well, I'll, there's some YouTubers I watch. So I got like a, like a DSLR camera, a tripod, a ring light, you know, and I'm going to sit and talk about what I know, you know, and I talked on YouTube and no one cares. And I was already doing like seven, eight gigs a week, you know, just different places in, in, in Florida. So maybe I'll film that. So I put DSLR and it shuts off after 30 minutes, you know. So I was like, okay, I'll post the whole 30 minutes. No one cares, you know. So like a year and a half and like trying to like, okay, so I do like a three-hour show. So maybe I'll I'll post individual songs. Still no one cares, you know. And then I, I just left the, the banter in between songs in the video. And that's the first video. The first video that blew up when someone requests Steve I. It was a Tuesday night, three people at the bar, like 90 degrees outside. I'm playing outside, and it's like, this lady, can you play Tender Surrender by Steve I? Who's that that's chick? A, yeah, I was about right. to say, that is <laughs> odd. That's, that's like seeing a girl at a ghost concert. That's dude. the that's, one girl yeah. who loves Steve I. Her son is a guitar player. I talked to her afterwards. <laughs> that's the only way she even knew who that was. She has seen Steve I like three times. So I post that video, and Hurricane Irma was coming to Florida. It was September of 2017. And then my phone was broken, so I had no connection. So I checked the Wi-Fi somewhere in Alabama. I was staying because everyone was evacuating from Florida. Mm-hmm. And I looked like, oh, 6,000 views on the video. I'm like, I'm going to be able to go back to that bar and ask for $200 instead of $150 for four hours. So By showing were, them the count. <laughs> you, were already, you were already geared for entrepreneurship. 
little. I mean, because if because if you're thinking that off just seeing that number of views, yeah, that's not something you know. That's usually something someone would have to learn. So that was in you already. Maybe a little bit. I guess. Well, you, also, you only had twelve hundred bucks in your pocket, so that probably well, was a motivating that, factor. Too. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Homelessness is right around the corner if you don't get more money. You know. You're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> and then I next time I checked it, it was like a million views in the week. And then Guitar World magazine wrote an article. This other some some wrote an article, and it could have been like a one hit wonder. But it, I saw that there's a not a formula, but it happens to musicians all the time. Someone requests a song. Like someone either yells or tips and asks really close to you, like, can you play, you know? And that's just, just all of that. I just left it in. And every single video, when someone requests, boom, million views, million views, you know? And then, and then a few other formulas I found out. So I think like, what, from zero subscribers in 2017, 2021 was like, no, was it? When did I hit a million? Maybe 2021. I don't remember. Yeah. Probably during COVID. Most. Mm. Well, oh yeah. COVID was... Well, yeah, COVID, COVID was, everyone was on the internet. So actually a lot of people, I was like live streaming every single day during the Florida lockdown, 66 days in a row. And I printed these like tour merch and the tour dates. It was every single day of the stream and the locations were uh, bathroom, living room, patio, kitchen. <laughs> yeah. was, that's the tour. Live locations. from the porch. <laughs> yep. yep. So, so how many, so how many free bird videos do you have shelved? Zero. Like not, not once. That's the thing. I never learn a song. Like no, the I most, know, yeah. The most I would know is like 10, 15% of a song. Yeah. Because people's memory is not a DVD player. Right. They, 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 when they ask for a song, they, they're, it's already they're, they're channeling something very nostalgic in their, in their own head. So they actually they're channeling, channeling a very personal memory or a very personal feeling that you will never recreate that smell, that image, that sound. But if you, if you like just do it just, just enough, you know, just get to the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Chorus <laughs> or, or some kind of, some kind of, that's like essential, you know, yeah. I've, I've played, I've played Brian, uh, uh, you know, summer of 69. And it's like, I don't know the words, but they're laughing and they're forgiving, you know, cause they're like on your side, you know? Right. So you, you, you have like so much Liberty, you know, when you do it like that. So I was going to ask you how many songs you know, so it's zero? Zero songs. Zero zero songs. <laughs> yeah. No, he knows 10% of a lot of songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all you need. a sponge. What can he say? You get a lot of people up, too. Like, that's that's one of your things where you always get somebody up on stage. I've noticed that, like most musicians, so already it's difficult to become a musician. It's difficult to overcome a personal fear of stage, stage fright. And then... It's difficult to get better gigs. It's difficult to sell tickets to a show. And then all those barriers, all those challenges of the rings of fire that you have to cross to be there, artists become protective of who they invite on stage. And I've noticed, like, for me, it's actually the opposite. It's fun to share. Yeah, I had to go through fire or whatever, metaphorically, to get here. But you sing? Sure. What key do you in? You don't know the key. We're going to figure it out. And actually, it's uh, that... It may seem from like a very pragmatic worldview because you had to like go through all of this and it's hard to be on that stage because you had to defeat your own fear of stage. Therefore, uh, if you give it to somebody else, you'll have less. But with art, art, love, and then a few other things, the more you give it away, the more you have of it too. So I've noticed the more I invite people, the more they are, they are happy, then, then I have more of that too. Yeah. yeah. I think... I think that you're onto something because the community of, like you look at hip hop, right? They feature this guy featuring that guy, this yeah. this girl featuring that. And 
you know, for Steel Panther, we've always had people up on stage with us. Yeah. And it's the same thing. And what what I notice is that, you know, when you have other artists and from from different genres, whether it's heavy metal or pop or whatever it is or country, the crowd has it's just a bonus for them. And I, it's more fun for me, and I'm sure it is for you, to have somebody to jam with, and it, it just creates this whole different vibe than what you're already doing. People dig what you do, but then they get the bonus. Yeah, you and know? you don't have to carry so much on your yeah. shoulders during a show, you know? It's not yeah. the same show every night. It's something different. Right, it, makes, it stirs it up a little bit. It makes it unique yeah. to whatever city you're in. Yeah, and, and that night. Yeah. You know, and yeah. have you ever had somebody come jam with you where you were like, Two two questions where you were like, "Holy shit, this person is super talented, and I'm blown away, and this is awesome." And then conversely, have you gone, "Holy shit, how did this person ever find success?" Yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna name them? Yeah. <laughs> no and no. <laughs> That's cool. I get that. I'll tell you what. In my, I'll, I'll name names. All right. I'll here fucking we go. name names. Here we go. I gotta go. <laughs> we'll be right back uh, <laughs> after this break. Uh, I will say I don't think she's in the business anymore of singing, but Jessica Simpson, yeah, was was struggling that night <laughs> with with the area between her chest and her mouth, right? In, in singing in the singing department, right? Uh, she was rough, and I was like, oh fuck, how did wow. how did this happen? Sweet, and she was hammered that night. But that was one of those things where I was like, "Oh shit!" These, they're a lot of these artists are propped up, you know. Dude, they're, yeah. they're put, they're picked up, put through the machine. They may be cute or interesting or whatever, and the machine goes, "We're gonna find you songwriters, and we will make you sound awesome. Right? And people will love you." But then there's people like Pink, got up on stage with us before, and I, the first fucking note she sang, I went, "Oh, okay. Well, this is clearly." A case of talent just first propelled foremost talent coming out the butthole yeah yeah where you went there is no way she couldn't have done what she did you know what i mean so it's wow. it's pretty cool to see can you imagine her like the way she can sing like upside down and flying oh, dude, around that, like that? that shit's crazy get on a teeter hanger and get upside down and try and <laughs> sing your whole set dude it is like i just pictured david <laughs> doing his workout at home and he's trying to pretend he's Tommy Lee upside down or like his kid hanging and he's trying to sing by himself. Picturing he's an MSG, you know, Madison Square Garden just killing it. So when you when you do your shows, uh, do you bring production? Do you bring lights? Do you bring is it just you that goes to these venues? Yeah, it's just me. Just you. It's my live looping thing. Yeah, and just uh, I have like two little speakers, like our, my my PA for traveling to, that fit in the car, mm -hmm. and maybe if the venue doesn't have a PA, but if the venue is big enough, usually they have a PA. Right. You know, so I'll just like show up and yeah, just anywhere. That's awesome. Have you always done the loop thing? Has that always been kind of? It was thing? gradual. I wanted to play with a band, you know. I wanted to like shred guitar solos and run around and you know play behind my head and behind my back, you know. But the town I was living in, Florida, was like a seasonal town. So when the season's over, less tourism, less money, whatever. So it's like, okay, the bar says, we want you to play, but we can't pay for the full band. Can you do solo? So I started doing solo, strum guitar and sing. But that's boring mm. for me, you know, because mm -hmm. I just wanted to do that. And then I discovered like one looper pedal. So I 
you loop some chords and you know, maybe some acoustic guitar solo on top. It's like, okay, not bad. And then I borrowed a keyboard, like this Yamaha $75 keyboard, and it had like drum sound. So I like looped that. And it slowly grew to what it is today. Five track looper, drum pad, two synths, you know, and then then everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's like Reggie Watts shit. Yeah. One man band. It's crazy. It's crazy how you, it just builds. And people yeah. get sucked into that, watching that, watching oh, you create yeah. it. You know, process. they just kind of, yeah, yeah. They, they just have to watch you build it. Like yeah, you're not wrong. It's like, you know, in YouTube, it shows like average view duration and all the like the looping videos that like have such a like long average view duration as opposed to the band videos, mm. you know? So yeah, it's like, it's like, and then occasionally I'll get a comment. It's like, get, get cut to the song, like all the buildup. But actually the majority, it's like, it's, it's not a lot of people doing that. There's like what, Tash Sultana, um, the the guy who inspired me was Dub Effects. He like yeah. toured Europe. He, he did everything with his voice through a guitar multi effects unit. Like did bass and drums and everything. You know, yeah. Do so, you read the comments? Uh, I I used to like read everything. Mm -hmm. Now it's like I'll, I'll check it maybe like once a week. You know. Do you do the do the shitty comments? Are those the ones that get you? Like do, do you know? Because you could read a thousand great comments yes. and then one guy says one thing critical you're like fucker <laughs> you don't and, and you, you don't feel good about the thousand you nope. just feel shitty about the one because yeah, he touched the nerve he, it's something yeah. you're self-conscious yeah. about you're right it only affects you if you believe it a little bit right you're like oh they're on to me they fucking know <laughs> yeah. they know yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like his guitar playing sucks it's like whatever but if it's like <laughs> tailored yeah. to what i actually know to be a little bit true like god damn it yeah. <laughs> yeah do you ever um go back home do you ever go back to no i haven't <laughs> i haven't been to europe in like 12 years yeah <clears throat> really i haven't seen it yeah so you may be famous there you don't even know the god <laughs> now i'm thinking about it if you go if you go back do you know how many chicks you're gonna see who used to have crushes on and they're like oh man you're a rock star now bro I'd be like, too late, <laughs> too late, <laughs> too late, too bad. Good for you. Pity. You, you, get... mi you missed it. You could have had this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a short period of time. So when I was 16, I went um, on Lithuania's Got Talent and I was in the finals. And then I was also on Eurovision uh, pick for Lithuania for like the local thing. And then I was on this other national TV show. So there was a really short period of time where I would, uh, was like 17, 18, I would get stopped in the street in my hometown. People would take pictures with me, and I was, I was known. But the whole Lithuania is the size of New Hampshire, three million people tops, you know? So, like, doesn't matter how famous you get, even if you're, like, legend status in Lithuania, in the summer, you're still going to be, like a, like, a, like, a wedding singer. That's it. They have Lithuania has got talent. Every country they has got talent. They, they yeah. shovel that shit into every country. They did. shovel that shit. <laughs> well, it obviously has talent. Yeah. David, <laughs> you're making me uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> He's right I like next to bring on our guests and just dog out everything they've accomplished. <laughs> Are they saying Lithuania's got talent? Are they crazy? <laughs> <laughs> That's the new show format. We just bring the guest in and then just shit all over them. <laughs> This is going to be a long-lasting podcast. <laughs> you got to bring some toilet paper if you're going to do that. <laughs> Did you pick up these boots while you were here in Alabama? It no, this like... is Oklahoma City. Oh. Yeah, this is a blue ostrich and yellow suede. So when you bought those, uh -huh. were you on a mission for boots, or was that a, was that a spur of the moment purchase? I, 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 I wouldn't say I collect boots, but for me, like cowboy boots is so exotic. It's not something you could ever wear 
without getting to a podcast. Hey, I didn't know if you knew this. We're running video today. <laughs> no, it's like it sticks, like you said. Oh, he's a Tucker. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That, that guy's a fucking Tucker. <laughs> he tucks. Respect for the Tucker. <laughs> no, I mean they're awesome. I can't pull that look off. Uh, Satchel, my guitar player, he wears boots. He pulls it off. He's a Tucker. Yeah. But he also wears spandex. True. So yeah, it's I like him. I just can't pull them off. I think it would be weirder if Satchel didn't tuck in spandex. <laughs> it would be weird. It would, It'd be weird. That would be a little. Cut the bottoms luck. so they're like flared out. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh my so, god. So, so are the pygmies backing you? Or are you just going to do your one man show? And you? I'm going to do one one man show. I, I do have a band, like a like a bass player and a drummer, and uh, I'm I'm um, I'm bringing them for the December 16th show. The bass player and the drummer. Let's let's talk about that show too. So, like I said, you've got one November twenty second with mm-hmm. the Pygmies at Iron City in Birmingham, Alabama, and then let's talk about the Louisville, Kentucky show December sixteenth. So, who are you? Who are you playing? For, who are you playing with on that day? Who are you opening for? Who are you playing with? That um, I'm playing um, this band you may or may not heard. Uh, it's called. Uh, it's like from from this like you know industry town because they produce a lot of metal. I think. Yeah. Some, mm-hmm. It's called Steel Panther. Never heard of them. <laughs> I have. I have no idea what. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you? Wait, you look like the. You look like you. I've heard that. Hey, maybe you. Should, maybe you should get in touch with your manager and ask him to clear stuff like this before. Uh, you know what? This is all news to me. No, no, no. It's it's going to be awesome. December sixteenth is going to be a rock and roll extravaganza. That's going to be a great show. Nice. It's going to be awesome. And he's actually bringing his his band, so it's going to be full band. Are you going full rock? Yeah, yeah I'm going to run around, jump around, do splits in the air. Mm. You're going to end up hating that. You're going to end up hating having a band on tour, because it's just more people to get along with while you're on the road. And the way they hold a glass of water in about five years will make you just want to strangle them. Like, I'll take them to you know what house. you sound like? You sound like a guy with an ex-bandmate next to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, let's see how you hold water. Yeah. <laughs> in my mouth. It's, a, it's a marriage, dude. It's, you yeah. know, being in a band with somebody for forever is a... Well, thank you for all the sunshine, buddy. Yeah, oh, right. it is. He knows. <laughs> Let's talk about that mustache just for a <laughs> I knew it was going to come up. I you, knew it was going to come up. You fucking ridiculous. I keep looking across the room. <clears throat> Listen, this was requested by my wife. You look like Siskel and Ebert. Dude, you know, what, you know what I'm getting? I'm getting from the top of your head, I'm getting Maynard. And the bottom, I'm getting Ned Flanders. Oh, my God. Yeah. I look like a cop that solicited a blowjob to get Flanders. you out of the ticket. That's what I look Maynard like. Flanders? <laughs> Maynard Flanders. That's right. My wife requested this, and I told her it's not a good look. And and I came out of the yeah. bathroom, and sure enough, she goes, oh, honey, no. So, no. So you can't fucking make women happy for starters. So the question is, is if she didn't like it, why did you keep it? Because she didn't oh, like because it. Because I w- wanted to give y'all some material to talk about on oh. the podcast. Oh, the whole. You know how they. You know how back. My, how oh, back here the fuck we spot. go. Oh shit! Here Again, we go. look, look, poor Davidus. He, he he thought he had to grow out a mustache just so because Davidus was. Is that what you're saying? You didn't think that'd be good enough content? <laughs> look at him. He's awkwardly wiping his eyes. Like thing, I don't know. The thing I appreciate about the mustache is you haven't fucked with the color. No, yeah. it's it's fucking natural. Yeah, it's a lot of cum in this mustache. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool cum stash, bro. <laughs> That's what it looks like the old cum stash. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like the mohawk is like 
I'm fucking young and I'm badass and fuck you. And the mustache is like, well, I'm middle aged now. Yeah, <laughs> I got a T ball coat, T ball practice. <laughs> I got to this afternoon. I got I to get in my minivan real quick. <laughs> fuck. Has anybody seen my TV guide? Please. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what Lauren said is the problem is that. The combo with the with the uh, with the mohawk looks. Terrible. I think it's just the mustache. You should. Yeah, I remember course. when you grew out and rocked a mustache for like a short amount of time. Oh, dude, I rock I rocked a mustache over the pandemic. Yeah, I'll look, show you the picture. You, oh, you saw it. It was fucking ridiculous. It's hardy. Nobody looks good with a mustache, bro. <laughs> what, I, what I thought like? you were gonna say except for you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he, he wasn't. He was waiting for no, it too. He's, there was just he says, I'm not gonna step on his line. He wants I'm gonna to wait. Me. Wait. Uh, no, I, nope, was that it? <laughs> I remember it showed up. You, 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 you had guys were doing the a, Halloween, uh, right? You yeah. guys were doing like a dad joke video or something or whatever, and uh, you popped up, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." You yeah, had a mustache at Halloween, the Halloween show. It was a fake mustache. No, that was a fake one. But uh, <laughs> I, I'll show you the picture. Maybe we could get it for the podcast. There, there it is. Holy <laughs> oh, shit! That shit. <laughs> He looks like a homeless fireman. like mine. Dude. So, <laughs> it does. It does, so, it does look like It kind of looks like yours. I'll tell you what. So we did this thing over the pandemic <laughs> where we did this thing called What Fucking Day Is It? Because when the lockdown happened, nobody knew what fucking day it Yo, was. Yeah, Wednesday from a Saturday. So we had this little series. I don't know if you can find that, but it's, it's called What Fucking Day Is It? And I wrote this little, this little theme song for it. Yeah. And we had all our friends... You know, bunch of celebrities, bunch of people who nobody knew. All it would do, it would it would do the theme song, and then somebody would pop out and go, "It's Tuesday." <laughs> that was it, and then the theme song again. And people, uh, seriously, the the comments talking about comments, they were so grateful to be reminded what day of the week it was because oh, people enjoyed uh, it. Yeah, 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 and and they, they they we kept hearing. Man, it just made me smile because honestly, people would wake up, and I'm sure you guys had the same thing when that shit was going down. Yeah, you're just like, I don't know, what fucking, I don't know, because there's no schedule. To keep oh, we didn't acknowledge that around that here. mustache. <laughs> that pic, you were like, <laughs> seriously, like I know it's different in L.A., but around here, here that, we were like business as usual. <laughs> well, dude, all our shit shut down, and we really? weren't allowed to play music. We were not allowed to. Everybody go. was coming here, like we, were, everybody was gigging. Yeah, we we're having all kinds of dude, badass we, they shows. Were, we were having we were having shows with like 600, 800 kids right on top of us. They were like, COVID's already moved through this market. Don't yeah. come play. But just They were yeah. like, don't post live video right. from, from uh, the show. Yeah. But other than that, because we don't want to get our bar shut down. But other than that, come on down. That here. mustache makes you look like Kid Rock's tour manager. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It's a strong play. <laughs> I, I I recognize the, the strength of, of the right. mustache. Yeah. Uh, he looked like he'd be the tambourine player in the Mamas and the Pops. <laughs> that, that, was, that looks like my dad. That my sticks dad. his dad. That's Pops it in you. Wow. Pops, Pops it in you. Pops it in you. It's amazing. That's the greatest. That, did you just come up with that on the spot? Or no. You oh, know, yeah. so we got Pops yeah. it in you and my, and my son squirts it in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, you know it's just we won't be topping that one boys that was, <laughs> wrap it up so dovidas back to you when you uh are you planning on going back home mm, eventually do, do you have desire to i was gonna go right before the lockdown and then i you know you couldn't right 
Yeah, but are you, I, I do fly there? out. Yeah, well, my family moved to Germany from Lithuania, so they're they're in Germany for like what nine, almost ten years, and uh, I I do fly them out, you know, to see me like you know two three times a year. You haven't gone to to Europe? No, just, I haven't. I would think that that you would go there f- to go fucking play. Eventually, I've, I've probably like next year. I think okay. he's going to be like that Sandman guy. He's going to go back and Sugarman. Yeah. Sugar, what is Sugarman? Yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. He's going to go back there and be famous. Hey, he's going to fucking play to a stadium for his right. first show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, we, we've been hanging out now for what about a week, yeah. and we'll go eat meals or whatever. This guy lives literally off breakfast food, like. Which I don't, I love breakfast food too. Breakfast is awesome. Breakfast or sushi is this guy's go tos, man. You, got, you like what you like, man. Yeah. yeah. You're a big fan of Waffle for, House, right? Dude, yeah. Yeah. They're on every corner around here, dude. You mm. can't hit a sling a dead cat and not hit a Waffle House in this town, dude. I love yeah. it. You know how you know that it's a good Waffle House if it doesn't have a to go window? Yeah. Also, <laughs> also the waitresses are really bad. You can't walk in there and be like all willy nilly, like "How you doing?" Because they'll tell you, and nothing's worse than hearing them <laughs> unfold their fucking life for <laughs> you at a table. You know, like I kind of go there for that. I I'm in, <laughs> my husband's in jail. Hell, I'm in Facebook jail. You're like, I just want to sit down and eat some fucking breakfast. They all have to unload their problems on you. I thought you were gonna say the indicator for a good Waffle House is when all the letters are lit up. Yeah. <laughs> because, because you know all, all of a sudden it'll be like Afla House you know, what the yeah. fuck <clears throat> yeah if the cook's not outside smoking when you get there it's gonna be a shitty meal you know oh he's gotta he's gotta right be when out you there pull smoking up, yeah. yeah you wanna yeah. get him right after the smoke break right I'm ready to sling some fucking eggs bro <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking do this pancakes for days <laughs> is there a Waffle House in Cleveland you, uh no, no. No, but you know, up until this is what's fucking crazy. Up until like probably six years ago, you could still smoke in a waffle house. That's fucking nuts. Wow. That's and true. and and the people working in there just fucking just you know the long the ash. Yeah, you know the ladies over there making grits and shit. And you're like, oh god, yeah, oh, yeah one guy would... lighting it off the grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like this. I forgot my lighter, man. That would totally be me. I remember in high school, we <laughs> smoked in Waffle Houses all the time. Yeah, man. That's amazing. Do you have a special EQ on your microphone? Because uh, you sound so rich and thick. And like your voice. My you, voice is just. Like that. Not his <laughs> testicles dropped last week. <laughs> that's what that it is. It sounds so full. Robust. Yes, very robust. <laughs> I don't have that. Well, you know, keep on trying. <laughs> dude i play drums i don't need that shit i play drums dude i'm gonna tell you it's it's so crazy like i i've been subbing to his channel for a couple of years like i think in 21 is when i discovered your channel wow. and uh you know checking it out and I, I was interested i love the loop stuff we've got a friend uh me and bert that is done you know does that but he he doesn't use like the drum pads and stuff he mm-hmm. does it like on you the know, guitar, on his guitar. Acoustic guitar. But I was like, oh man, this is cool. This is this guy's talented, you know. But like your sense of humor um is really what made me stay. You know, I was like, oh cool, you know. But um and then your originals, they're so different. Like they're they're just like a fucking stew of um different genres. They're really cool, like Hoa Clock and Amish Whip and 89 plus and all this. So it's like trap beats mixed with like cool fucking guitar his cool vocals like 
some auto tune, some not. Um, it's just it's just cool, and it definitely live. Like when when you're building the loops and stuff, it's it's super badass, man. So, what is your main? Um, I guess like those three th- songs in particular. What is your main influences like? Well, when guitar, you're writing, guitar is like my first language of music. You know, yeah. so it's like the way I hear and understand is like I speak through guitar, and then. I was playing blues and, and, and rock and roll and Elvis type of thing, you know? And I, like I was saying, trying to relate to a generation of a decade that I wasn't even alive in. So then I heard like hip hop music and trap beats. And uh, in my understanding, culturally speaking, the way it has, it's challenging the status quo, you know, the, 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 the hip hop or at least this like anti-establishment, it's very similar to early rock and roll. Right. The 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 attitude and the audience that it attracts is young people who experience life for the first time. Right. As opposed to like nostalgia market that they're trying to re-experience their youth again and again, but it's gone, you know? So it's actually like people who do things and I don't mean like, you know, doing, you know, some like amazing things, but they're just like maybe they're falling in love for the first time. Maybe they're like going uh going to the prom for the first time and that 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 is the soundtrack that is the music and they don't want to listen to their parents they don't want to listen to 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 teachers they don't want to listen to the authority you know and then so so i don't know like modern hip hop has more in common with with a uh, chess records artist of the chicago in the 50s than muddy waters tribute band from 2023 has in common with muddy waters it's like no that was muddy waters when they like figured out that lil walter can plug in a radio microphone through a guitar amplifier and blow harmonica through it. Like no one has ever even thought of that. That was like breaking the rules. And now it's like, you know, sure manufactures the bullet microphone. There's a special yeah. amp for just for that. And there's like a little thing for that. It's like, it becomes this like dress up. And actually the, 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 the spirit of breaking the rules, the spirit of not listening or, you know, doing things, this is how it should be done. It's like, no, the, the way it should be done is how you feel it should be done. So, I don't know, that that trap beats, that, like, <laughs> that fat bass, you know, and the themes, not all of it is, like, poetically rich or philosophical or there's, like, a depth of feeling, you know? But if, you know, like, what, what, what Maybelline is about? Maybelline, mm. why can't you be true? You know, it's, like, infidelity, uh, questioning loyalty, uh, like uh, maybe like not fully monogamous relationship sounds right. like it's a first love, first car, you know. So there are themes, you know, in 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 modern day music, you know, that actually describe the same thing, you know. So it's like okay, I love guitar, I love this sound, and this is actually the same spirit that I always liked, you know. So I just I just want to like you know merge it together. Well, that we brought this up on the podcast before. People always say their generation of music was <clears throat> the, the best, best, and today's shit. And it's not that. It's just you were making memories when that music came out. Yeah. And then you gave up on life, got married, had a kid, and quit listening to the music. So that's why you think. But you, you know, back when you're fingering chicks and listening to all kinds of crazy new stuff. Wait, last Friday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when you made your memories. And that's why mm-hmm. so many people think that they're, you know, the music of the day is bullshit. But it's not. There's like great music today and these kids now that are out making memories to it are going to one day say 
that was the best it ever was, the best it ever Dude, will be. Like read the criticisms of like fifties rock and roll by the generation of uh, big band music that grew up on on Gershwin and and uh, uh, what's that um, the Miller what's his first name I forgot. Uh, you know that that listened to big band music. That, to, to them, that was like noise. And the, uh, the words that we should describe is like literally how like people describe modern day like trap or hip hop or or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like the Beatles were like, what's the criticism when they first came to America? They're like the most unmusical act ever, or like the disgrace to the the word of whatever. You know, it's just like yeah. And now now it's like the the longevity and the nostalgia has granted this aura of authority or of, of greatness and this is good and this just keeps happening it's just it just keeps happening do you, you know do you think speak we bring up the beatles when i think of the beatles and i listen to their their songs and the music and the way it's arranged and produced and the chords and the melodies i don't know if that's been topped you know what i mean like yeah like four part harmony from a body of work i mean you have the beach boys mm-hmm. which is which was sort of a sort of a competition if if you will yeah but like when i think of you know a pop song Mm -hmm. and i and i listen you know you listen to the beatles chords and those songs i don't know if those have been topped yet like they came out of the gate and set the bar so high and this is all opinion shit you know right but it's like i still have yet to hear shit that that is that groundbreaking sophisticated and yeah and and yes groundbreaking like where you went oh fuck this is the standard yeah counter melodies and four-part harmonies i mean spice girls are a close second right sure (laughs) i was about to say i don't know that on the prowl record's pretty fucking fantastic (laughs) i don't want yeah Uh, (laughs) well i guess i guess none of y'all have ever listened to the monkeys yeah yeah yeah. They, they they had great songs too they did I I'm I'm not a huge Beatles guy, but I I'm always equated the Monkees and the Beatles like they're both, harmonies both good were music. great. But I, but and mm. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. The comments I get it. Whatever. Never was a Beatles fan either. Their harmonies were great. They could fucking write a song, but it just eh, wouldn't. wouldn't yeah. my it didn't. Tea. It didn't move you. I was more of a 38 special. Kid, All right, you know I mean? <laughs> you're a Molly Hatchet guy. I get it. <laughs> I'm driving down the road. I'm flirting with disaster. <laughs> no, I, honestly, man, I was like, I was more into like uh, Otis Redding, um, Al Green, nice. stuff like that, like R and B. But then, um, so when you hear Eleanor Rigby, for instance, like when I hear that, and I hear the movement yeah. of the music and the, the you know the counter melodies and just the way that it goes, it goes into my ears and it goes into my brain and, I, and it goes, and mm-hmm. I because I can't imagine. You know, writing that 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 yeah. that's it's so. I mean, I don't know. Well, then, no, the, I get it. The recordings, like listening to that stuff, in comparison to what you can do in a studio these days, versus what you could do in the studio back then. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have Melodyne and Auto Tune and all this stuff. No, so you had to actually be talented. You, you actually yeah. had to be a, yeah. a a real musician or a real singer to be able to do. And that how they stuff. edited back then was crazy. They yeah. literally cut cut, tape, cut the tape. Yeah. And oh yeah, taped it back together, mm-hmm. which is. Yeah, shit, dude. And they would, you know, they would record their four tracks. They'd bounce that to one track of another four track recorder. So they had three more tracks. Yep. They'd record those bounce. It was like it's crazy. And it, you know, I think having that limited amount of tracks and yeah. the, it forced them to really be efficient 
with what they put down. Because we can turn on our computers and record 128 tracks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah in a day. Yeah. And, and, and go, it's fucking awesome. And then you listen to it and it's just like, because yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. I don't, we're not really forced or limited. Right, right. Well, you can go back and like fix things so easy now. Mm-hmm. You can oh, go yeah. in and you can just punch in one guitar note, yeah. or you can, f- or you can go in and add a crash cymbal. All of a sudden, you couldn't used to do that shit. Like you had to, it had to be yeah. right. Well, Charlie and I were talking about the the Instagram musicians, yes. right? And Dovidas, obviously, you do what you do on YouTube, but you go perform and you go play, yeah. Yeah. and and I think there, there's a lot of uh, musicians on Instagram. They do. They do some amazing shit. Technically speaking, mm-hmm. is it tasty? Probably not. Is it impressive? Yes. But then you go, okay, go perform it, and that being on that stage, whether it's two yeah. fucking people or two hundred thousand people, you get an adrenaline rush and you get a vibe, and you're, this this community thing. You're all sharing the same moment, and you get affected as a player, and it it goes in. And, you know, you mentioned stage fright earlier. Sometimes you get that adrenaline and it comes out your hands or your feet or your voice. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I got to control this mm-hmm. and harness it. And went, and that's so different than yeah. being in your fucking living room, which I'm not knocking these guys because some of that shit's amazing. Yeah. But it's a, different, it's a different animal when you take it and you get in front of people and you, and you play. <clears throat> that's yeah. what I've always liked about his content, though, is like his content is him filming his performances at venues that's cool it's not just you like in your room or like in a controlled atmosphere Mm -hmm. like in a safe space like you're out there any fucking thing can happen yeah and that's what's so cool about it and shows your talent like he's saying because like you're recording your performances and that is your content you get nervous before shows anymore i guess i get nervous to start you know, because I, I just I just want to get started. I want I want to play it like uh, more anxious, anxious. Yeah. That's the that's the word for it. Okay, yeah, like yesterday. Yeah, I just couldn't mm-hmm. wait to start. You know, and then when you started, what happened? As soon as you started last You're night. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Do like, you remember what happened? No, no. Fucking train. Oh, that's <laughs> right. As soon as you started, right. you remember the train. That's but fun. you adjusted well because you were going to start that with train. I was going to start with a different song, that and then you train adjusted. came by, and I, I did. Uh, Hear the train coming. Uh. <laughs> so I'll tell you when I, I actually would like Charlie. I, I came across your content during COVID, and the thing that I liked, and one of the reasons why I continued to watch it is, is when you do request, you never say no. Like whether you know the song or not. You do your you you recreate it in your mm-hmm. own way, and like you'll pull up the lyrics if you have to, and it's just like okay, this guy never says no. no. He's like somebody will scream out a song. He's like, I don't know, but let me, and you'll do it anyway. And it's like that's I, that takes some balls to I do. I tested that. him too, dude. So he was doing a live stream. How we got connected mm-hmm. is he Dovidas was doing a live stream where he he does this cool thing to where. He'll he'll do a live stream here and there and take requests from people in the live chat and then he'll create the song right there and play. It's it's a, it's cool, you know. And so, X Five Podcast got in there, made a pretty ridiculous donation. <laughs> <laughs> and in that donation, because I wanted to get his attention, I put cheap trick the flame because I threw him a curveball. Did you do it? He fucking did it. 
awesome. <laughs> I was like, song. okay. He never uh, says no. He like if you watch his content. What if you don't know the song? He doesn't know I'm any of the time. I don't. Can I, you can you do it right now? I I look up Marty Schwartz video. I'm old I'm, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> so if you grab that guitar and I make a request, will you do it? I would have to look up on my phone. Okay. That's fine. I would I have to like listen. To hey it, Terry, yeah. bring that bring my bourgeois in here and bring uh the Kajun in here too, please. Is we got how we got bongos too. Yeah. Am I a redneck? I thought it was called a cajon. Is it it is. Oh, okay. but nobody has I'm... the heart to correct him. Look, I could see him over here going. Was, I thought it was. He said it earlier today, and and everybody yeah, let, let me say it earlier he said, too. He said it with such pleasure. I was yeah. like, I don't want to take <laughs> that from him. Yeah, I thought that was the Alabama accent. <laughs> right. I was like, I was like, I mean, that's how they say it down here. Kajun. Yeah, you yeah, said they're... you said Kajun, and Stick said, God bless you. Yeah, yeah he went, God, he, he's, no, he's thinking bless his fucking. <laughs> I heard, I heard Kajun. I was like, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> There's no reason to go into this. <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure I thought a, a jackass who's been walking around saying a whole lot no, the wrong no, way. That's a drummer. It's Cajon. It would be really. <laughs> There's a lot of changes in that song. We can we can do something. Hey, else. let's let, let's <laughs> let's let's roulette it. Um, uh, where's where's Chenna? Chen, I don't know. She's probably somewhere in the back. She's probably listening to this. Um, let's let her come in here and pick a song. Okay. Yeah. Are you cool with that? Yeah, yeah. It, it can. Well, she has to be cool with that too. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, look at her. I see her. Can we see her? Are you cool with that? Oh, she's coming. Yeah, here she comes. She's There's a so, mic in there. Cool. She can. Let's pick a song. Okay. Like, let's just throw a song out of left field. Cashmere. <gasps> Uh-huh. We can do those four chords, and we can do uh, all the songs. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh yeah, the four chords. The for medley. Every song, the medley. The medley. We that could you're... do that. So let's take four chords and let's see how many songs you could fit into it those. Could go Which with. chords are you gonna play? One, five, six, four. <laughs> Let me hear. Them. Well, already we're at one by you two. Must be your skin. Let's sink it in. Must be for real. Now I can feel. Light ever lying. It's not my time. It's not my time to wonder why everything's alright. Love things great. Now you're here. Now you're away. Don't want to miss Never end Never forget With or without you <laughs> With or without you I can live With or without you Alright, next Just a small town girl yep. Living in a lonely world You took the midnight train going anywhere Just a city boy Born and raised in Alabama It took the midnight train going anywhere What's the uh, Ever Levine? I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a 
same chord. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> All right. Why you have to go and make things so complicated? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this, you <laughs> and you come and you bring and you break and you take what you get and you turn. <laughs> Honesty, you promise me you're never gonna find a fake <laughs> No, <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma City, Park. What do you have to do for that backstage pass? Cause I found a poison laminate inside of your ass, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that one. That sounds good. Little girl got a sticky. <laughs> I had to throw that one in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's that your voice is, it's fucking, it sounds like a finished I know, recording. You know Man, what I'm, you're a sweetheart. I'm, I mean dude. it. I'm, I ain't bullshitting. You know what I'm tired of hearing? It's my mom every time we talk about your music. I'm tired of hearing his your mom talk. She goes, uh, his, <laughs> his voice is just so sexy. I was like, tap the brakes, mom. Mm. Jesus Christ. You know what? She, honestly, Della. she's not wrong. It, look, whatever's happening with the facial structure, for real, mm -hmm. it comes out sounding mixed. It sounds oh, treated. It's man. cool. Yeah. Terry, thanks for putting that through Melodyne back there in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make, hey, make sure you Welcome clean that shit up before podcast. we put it on there. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Shouty. Shouty. You said that over there, bro. Thank you. What about you, man? When are you going to release? Are you going to release a full album? Well, I need to record it first. I well, have a, a bunch of loose ideas. One of the country songs. When you started sending me your songs that yeah. you're going to release, I started like, oh, I can play. Maybe I can play country. And so I wrote yeah. a song, the one we yep. were messing around with. You yeah. Know? So I just like need to finish them and then you know record them and then release it. Well, cool. I want you on my album. We'll get started here in a in a few minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Let's cool. go. Let's go, man. You know what would be a cool podcast? What's that? Would be creating a song from scratch with a group of musicians. Hand me that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you come up with a topic, come up with a riff, Thank some melodies, so lyrics, and then track it all in one like two-hour podcast. Chop it up. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. And by the time it goes to air, you have it mixed and like yeah, here's what, here's here's the finished product. And then you release about. it. As a fucking single, people see the process, the whole process from beginning to end. You're fucking genius. God man. damn it! What are you like doing playing drums? Million dollar ideas in here. No, because who, if you're not a musician or you're not a writer, and you hear a song, 
you don't know what goes into oh, writing. Tons right? of people want to know what that's like. I know. And, and so, everybody has a different process. Yep. And but, very rarely do you get to see it unfold in a, you To know, see that would break. be fucking really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got an idea for a song. Hey, Terry, what was the chords real quick um, on the, uh, on that piano? Um, Somebody Siri's talking in there. <laughs> it's your Siri Terry's, called Terry. Terry sounds Terry, like what Siri. Are you, what are you been huffing helium in there? <laughs> it's capo one, and then it's gonna be E, B, C minor, and A. E. Come in here. I'll let you actually play it. I got. I got an idea. We're gonna. We're gonna go for it. I, I got some lyrics. All what's, right. what's it about? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I can deal with that. Off to a rough start, but that's yeah, fine. Okay. This is the process. It's, it's going to be a slow song. Very sad song. But you don't <laughs> so know everybody get about. those shit-eating grins off your face right yeah. now. We're, everybody <laughs> be <it>. sad. <laughs> now, this is totally off the cuff. Like, okay. I'm just going to make this up as I'm going. Yeah. Like, lyrics and everything. It's definitely not anything that anybody's ever heard. Okay, so you, there's no premeditated no. thing here. This is off All the top. All organic. It's off the dome, as the kids say. Right. Damn, dude. I'm about to cry. <laughs> I'm just making this up, okay? Come up to meet you Tell you I'm sorry don't know how lucky you are. Hey, this sounds familiar. <laughs> Tell me secrets. Something, something, yeah. <laughs> Back from the start. Yeah. She's back in the atmosphere. Okay, I know this. Jupiter and Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> Fool me twice, shame on me. Is that train? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first one was Coldplay. The scientist. Oh, God, dude, you just did a mashup. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, got more. Go. You got Keep more. Going. Keep going. He did a Secretary Rock mashup. <laughs> going pretty far. That I can't take anymore. Before you take a swing, I wonder what are we fighting for? To say out loud, you gotta get out of this. I wonder, is there anything I'm gonna miss? I wonder, how's it gonna be when you don't know me? How's it gonna be? Still mash it up, okay, okay. So I'm not there. Here we go. Third eye block. It's been seven hours and fifteen days. Prince. Yeah, pretty good. Said you took me love away. So good. <laughs> that. I go out every night and sleep all day. Said you took your love away. Said you've been gone. I can do whatever I want. I can see wherever I choose. Charlie, I got good news. You're going to Hollywood. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs>
<laughs> Golden buzzer. Golden buzzer. Hey, look, it's Hollywood, Florida. We, we got but two it's more. It's still Hollywood. Right? We got two more, though. We, we, we got to keep going just for a minute. All right. Get it. I don't mind stealing bread from the mouth of the decadent. I didn't do it right. That's okay. That's okay. Listen. That's go. a bad Eddie better. You do it the second one. I can be all the powerless when my cup's already overfilled. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Cherry, yeah. oh cherry, yeah. oh cherry. Yeah. I actually don't know the words. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's dope have to go and make things, things so complicated. You see the way you're acting like you're somebody else gets me frustrated. A life's like this, you. And you fall, and you crawl, and you break it You take what you get, and you turn it into Honesty, you promise me you're never gonna find a bacon No, no, no <laughs> Yeah Please <laughs> It also sounds like, what is it? What is it? That's another song, too. There's people listening right now going, it's over here. There's other people listening right now going, it's so obviously this. You know? I don't know. We're good. We're good. Yeah, Nelly Furtado. I don't know where my soul is. I don't know where my home is. Baby, all I need for you to know is. All right, we're good on the match. Dude, that's so funny, though. Good job. But no, seriously, your actual idea would be epic to, to do that. I'm telling you, bro, you film, you film a two-hour session of the yeah. Genesis to, to the final song, I think, and you cut it up. I think people would love yeah. to see that. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Even if it sucked, they'd still watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it will be better than what they could do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. <laughs> you can't throw rocks. Um, in the glass we're going to show you how bad it sucks to write a song. <laughs> yeah. It can be very rewarding, but it can be tedious. It's very mm. tedious. It's tedious. I've got a new favorite song. What is it? I can't tell. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. This, is, this podcast is full of shit we can yeah. talk about. Yeah, this is the, this you is, guys will get it. This this episode is just called Shh. It's called yeah. Shh. <laughs> this is the secret episode. Um, yeah. Put, it, put Eric, it in the vault. Eric, please pull up um, Davidas's YouTube page. You're not subscribed. Saw it first here. Oh my god! Is that the X Five podcast? Yes. I no, we are. We are subscribed. No, he just clicked it. He was not. I'm I'm subscribed. Is what it is. Well, we can edit that out too. Fuck. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Eric, pull up Davidas' <laughs> YouTube page. There it is. See, we're subscribed. Wow. <laughs> He's like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> so look, anybody, um, all you guys out there, wow, what are you right now? Like one point, wow, 1.59 million. Dude, that's amazing. That's Over a lot million. of people. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of eyeballs. It is for YouTube. 
So anybody in our audience that already has been obviously living under a rock and didn't know who Davidas is, please go through his YouTube, check out his content. He's got super cool videos um, of him just playing out different places all over, um, building songs from scratch for his audience. It's super fun. I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but this goes back to what I was saying. This is the difference between the kid yeah. who plays in his living right. room and what he's doing. And yeah. you can see people filming him, smiling, having a good time and creating that, that connection with people. And that's super dope. And what's super cool. He's out touring right now. So run down your dates with us. What have you got coming up? I got, we have uh, November 22nd with Velcro pygmies at the, um, What's the venue? Iron City. Iron City. Which is today, by the way. So. It's today, because it's this episode. It's tonight. 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 Yes, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this episode right now. There's still time. You can make it. Hop into your DeLorean and do 88 <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Great Scott's party! <laughs> so That's got, a pretty good <laughs> I've got, good. I've got one last, one last question. Okay. So watching your video, what do you what do you prefer doing? Do you perform being on stage, like doing a show with the Velcro Pygmies, or do you prefer doing the stuff out on the streets? Anywhere I'm performing, that's the stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, even if it was a 7-Eleven parking lot, five homeless people, it would still be the same. Yeah. I would still have that that much of a good time. I'd ask who who sings. I would bring one up, do the song. You know, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, it I've learned that, you know, it doesn't seem to matter. And um it's it's like and especially thanks to like the modern technology and capturing video and recording audio and then putting it out there it's like there may not be someone in person but when i do shows when i announce them ahead of time and people travel for like they drive five six hours seven hours you know some people fly in to see me and then they tell me they discovered through videos they discovered through that so it's like even when i play for no one i, I know i'm playing for someone because someone's going to discover or someone's going to like, you know, listen to the song and then they're going to come to the next show or something. I don't know. It's like video is like the closest we've ever gotten to like time travel as, as you know, like, yeah, back to the future joke. But still, it's like capturing one moment and it can be viewed over and over and over again for, through the same angle, you know. And then it's like all, all of my heroes, I never met any of them in person. Not one. Most of them are dead. So thanks to video and audio recording, they live and I get to see them, and other people get to see me perform. So it's like, that's why, once I understood that, performing for no one, it almost doesn't even matter. Even if it's like no one at the bar, just the bartender, that's even cooler. Like, Griffin, get that. Show that it's no one here, and I'll make a joke of that, and then, you know, that's going to go on YouTube, and that's the audience, you know? Yeah. Circle of life. You heard it here first. Hakuna Matata, bro. Right. (laughs) November 22nd, Iron City, which is tonight. December. Tickets are are available still. Yes. Um, And then what do you. December 8th. Yep. Is uh, what's the town? Florence, Alabama. In Florence, Alabama. Yep. uh, With the Velcro Pygmies. With Velcro Pygmies. And And then you've got some shows in November, too, in Florida. Oh, yeah. That's right. I just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. November 24th. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. No I forgot problem. about that. I just kind of like. Jeez. I'm just, <laughs> All right, November twenty fourth. Oh, look at this poster. I mean, look at it. This hey, is so hey, cool. Hey, f- uh, hey, don't worry. I'll take it. Hey, All right, Fabio. November twenty fourth to twenty fifth <laughs> at Sahib Shrine Auditorium in Sarasota, Florida, two nights. So that's amazing. Those posters look kick ass too, man. Those look great. They are yeah. pretty fucking cool. Yeah, those are like, you know what's? Like, there's one thing wrong. What's that? 
my pants are not tucked in my boots. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, it's like Fabio. It's like we one get, of those book covers. We gotta, we gotta work the work the tuck out, <laughs> dude. Does. It looks like a Dungeons and Dragons, like the 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 fantasy posters. It's so happy. Oh, it's awesome. it's, David, you're talking about the supermarket romance. He's book. gonna yeah, yeah. He's gonna get so mad for me telling him because people's gonna be. But our producer Eric actually makes all those. Eric, do you know who Boris Vallejo is? Boris Vallejo is the guy that paints all those big fantasy pictures so Eric I think uh, you're gonna give Boris a run wow thanks man I love Boris's stuff you get it (laughs) yeah Yeah. you You know who he was (laughs) you can give me that 20 bucks later bro (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna wrap it up Davidus, thank you so much for being here. Thanks Seriously, for having it's me. Been, it's been amazing. Yeah, you guys cool. are amazing. Let's yeah. go eat some. T- let's go eat some steaks. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Chef Rob's got us some food prep. We're gonna wrap it up. Thanks so much for tuning in, Sticks. Thanks for being here, bro. Dude, thanks Guess for having hosting. me. Yeah, that was fun. Out. We will see you guys next week. Ooh.